Hallelujah. The life given Adam. And I read from Genesis 2, 7. 7. Genesis 2, 7. Genesis 2, 7. I read from the New King James Version. It's something that we all know. He says, And the Lord God formed man out from man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living being. Hallelujah. And in 19, it says that, out of the ground, the Lord formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm also going to read from Genesis 3, 8. And they heard, so I'll just read a part of it, the, the, the first part. And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Amen. Hallelujah. Just, let's just pray over the word. Heavenly Father, we commit your word into your hands. We pray that everyone, Lord, that hears your word shall understand. Lord Jesus, you give the power of the sower. I pray that these words will fall on fertile soil, that they shall yield fruits of 30, 60, and 100 folds in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So, the second Adam or life-given Adam. Hallelujah. So, creation, we all know God created the heavens and the earth. That's what the Bible says. I know some people have different theories, but I'll go with the Bible. Hallelujah. There is the Big Bang Theory. There's all these theories out there. But I tell you the truth. I remember in medical school, when we dissected a human, and one of the things that really stood out to me was when we dissected the vertebrae. And you see how the nerves had been laid down, each one through a hole each the, when you see the architecture i don't think that it's a mistake i remember standing there and telling myself this has to be the doing of someone this is not a, a, a coincidence or something that happened and molecules reacted and then life came you look at how it been laid you look at how the nerves they come down you look at how the nerves travel you look at how they go through a sheet. You look at how they are covered. You even look at the muscles and how the fascia and the bundles cover the muscles and how they attach to the bone, to the ligament. You realize that this is the making of someone and not a Big Bang theory. Hallelujah. It is not a mistake. Hallelujah. It is not something that happened. If you see how the blood vessels come out, and, and, and they go from the aorta, from a big one, to a medium one, to a little one, and to the ones that you don't see, that supply the cells, you realize that this is the doing 
of something greater. Hallelujah. It is not the doing of man. And I know there's all these theories out there. But I tell you, I remember standing there, looking at it, and I gave glory to God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So God created Adam. Adam was formed from the dust of the ground. Hallelujah. God said, in Genesis 1, God said, let us make man in our own image. Hallelujah. So the image of God is how man was created. Amen. And God formed Adam from the ground of the earth. And the Bible says that the Lord breathed into him. And that is where sometimes I think we get a misconception. I want you to understand this. As God is a spirit, right? We all agree, right? The Lord Jesus said that. He said God is a spirit. When he was talking to the woman at the wall of Samaria. Hallelujah. He said God is a spirit. And who that worship him must worship him in truth and in spirit. Hallelujah. So God is a spirit. God doesn't have a nose like you and I have. Amen. Or let me put it this way. God doesn't breathe air. Does that make sense? He's a spirit. He doesn't breathe the composition of oxygen and carbon dioxide and then it goes through and then he exhales carbon dioxide. No. God is a spirit. So when the Bible says that God breathed into man, what he's trying to tell you that God put a part of him into man. Hallelujah. So the spirit of God was impacted into man. And the Bible says man became a living being. Hallelujah. So here you have a man created by God from the dust of the earth. And there was a heavenly part put into the man. So Adam was half man, half, or, or half earthly, half heavenly. Do you get me? Are you still with me? Because God put a part of him into Adam. And Adam became a living being. That is why all life comes from God. Hallelujah. Every life that they raise originates from heaven. Everything that has a beating heart originated from heaven. Because God is life. Hallelujah. And God and life are synonymous. Hallelujah. Amen. So Adam was him was half earthly and half heavenly so the bible says that god will come in the cool of the day so adam had a spiritual portion to himself and a physical portion to himself so that when the lord will come adam will you will worship god with his spirit hallelujah do we see that i know it, the, the, the bible goes on you know the whole thing is in verses but I was wondering, the time between creation of Adam and the fall, I was wondering how long it took. It's just, just, just my brain, how it works. I wonder how many times the Lord came and worshipped with him. It wasn't just once. It was a lot of times. Hallelujah. So Adam was earthly and heavenly at the same time. Do you, do you, do you get that? So there was the life of God in him. God in Adam. And Adam could worship God, could connect with God by his spirit. So the Lord came, and the Bible says that he will hear him, and Adam will go to him, and they will fellowship together. Hallelujah. It wasn't his earthly being that was fellowshiping with God, but it was his spirit that connected to God. So at that level, 
Adam was at a certain level with God because Adam was sinless. Hallelujah. Amen. So Adam could meet God face to face. He probably looked into his face, spoke to him. They interacted. They worshipped because Adam was sinless. Hallelujah. Amen. So one thing was that Adam was free. Freedom. Freedom. There was nothing. So there was a point in time on, on earth that there was no sickness. There was no disease. There was no disorder. But everything was in obedience to God. Prior to the fall. Hallelujah. There was a time that everything worked in harmony as God wanted it to work. Amen. There was no diabetes. There was nothing on earth but Adam made of man with God in him. So Adam, in effect, I'll call him the son of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he had dominion over everything. And I believe strongly that when Adam wanted to call the cow to come, he didn't send a dog to run them up. Hallelujah. The same way God could tell a whale to go and, and, and do something, that is the same way Adam could talk to animals. Hallelujah. The same way in the Bible a donkey spoke, Adam had that dominion. Because he was sinless, he had a certain level with God. Hallelujah. Are you still with me? You're still with me. Hallelujah. And then, one of the things that you realize with that, God will always descend to man. Hallelujah. He went from heaven and came to earth, and he will fellowship with Adam. Now, you see this Adam, and that is what man used to be before the fall. And man does not commit multiple sins but more, he committed one sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just, just keep that in the back of your head. Amen. Because God gave him one instruction, and then he went and ate of the tree of, 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 of knowledge. Hallelujah. So, now, this was the state of man prior to the fall. And sin came, and man fell. He said, surely I tell you, Adam, if you eat of this tree, you shall surely die. Once they ate, that was the start of decay. Hallelujah. That was the process where Adam died by getting separated from God. Adam was separated from God. That is why when we read 3.8, when the Lord came to worship with Adam, they could not connect. They couldn't connect. They couldn't. And now it's like water on and oil. He said, Adam, where are thou? He said, I heard you coming and I hid because I was naked. He said, who told you you were naked? Did you do what I told you not to do? That was the start of decay. That was where immortality ended. Hallelujah. And Adam started to decay. So in, in, in medicine, there's something we call Ptolemies. We notice that at the end of the DNA, there is these things called Ptolemies. They are attached to the DNA. 
And when you're younger, they are longer. As you grow older, they shorten. Hallelujah. And, and, and that is one of the things that indicates aging. You look at it, you can, I'm, I'm sure the Ptolemies or the small ones here are longer than mine. <laughs> Amen. Amen. No matter what, you're going to wrinkle. I used to be 18, I'm not anymore. I used to think that I could do anything and everything. Amen. It changes. So the Ptolemies shortened. I believe that was when it started with Adam. Decaying. 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 But then, thanks be to God, there was the last Adam. Hallelujah. There was, the Bible calls him the last Adam. Hallelujah. Thanks be to God that just so when, when, I, was pre, uh, when I was saying it, I wanted you to see the similarities between Adam and Christ. Hallelujah. I wanted you to see that as much as Adam was earthly and heavenly, so was Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, I came from heaven. He got his earthly body from his mother. Hallelujah. And the spirit of God. Conception happens when, when the life happens is when that sperm fertilizes the ovum. And that's it. Life starts right there. Cells start dividing. Tissues are formed. Blood vessels are formed. But Jesus did not need a sperm to ovulate the mother's ovums. Hallelujah. It was the spirit of God itself that gave life to the fetus in, in Mary's womb. Hallelujah. So that part of Jesus from heaven and the earthly part from the mother. Hallelujah. You're with me. Amen. So now that Christ came and as much as he had a will of his own, but he did the will of the father. So Adam had a choice when the, de when the, when, when, when the devil came, Adam had a choice. Eat, don't eat. Hallelujah. Simple. Eat, don't eat. Adam said, I'll eat. But Christ said that, I won't eat. When the devil met him in the wilderness, and he said, you're hungry. Turn the stone to bread. The father said no. So Christ said no. Hallelujah. That is the difference between the heavenly Jesus and Adam. He did the will of the father. Hallelujah. And by that, you and I can enjoy that. Hallelujah. Now, as Christ was partly earthly and partly heaven, similar to Adam, but he did not fall. He always looked to, to, to do the will of his father and nothing else. But then, as Christians, something happens to us. The Bible says that God created man in his image. So, here is Adam lying down. Here is Adam lying down, lifeless. Sometimes when I pronounce people, 
you know, they walk in full of life. Full of life. And then you go to pronounce them, and, and it, I don't know, it, it, it's a weird feeling. It's a weird feeling. I've done it multiple times, but every time I do it, it, it reminds me of, I, I don't know, I, I just, I was like, this, this heart was beating not long ago. And then now cold, I'm telling you, cold and lifeless. That is how Adam was, the image. But when the heavenly parts came into him, he, he lived. And he became part of God, connected to God, a partner with God. So God will create things and will bring it to Adam. And Adam will call them, will give them names. And God said, that's it, that's good. He called that a bird, okay, that we'll call it a bird. Whatever Adam called it, that it was. Amen. So man, being the image of God, does not make him a part of God. Understand that. Adam was the image with life, no life in him, lying down. But when God breathed into Adam, he became a living being and he became a part of God. Hallelujah. We have people walking around who have the images of God, but they don't have any, they are not partakers of God because they don't have the heavenly Christ in them. That is the difference between you and the worldly person. Hallelujah. So being the image of God or doing good things does not make you heavenly. But that's when you accept Jesus Christ and the Son of God himself impacts his life into you, that is when we become partakers of the heavenly. We become part of God and we can connect with God. Hallelujah. I hope you are seeing the similarities with what was in the beginning and what is there. I hope you understand this revelation. As the Lord gave me, I'm giving to you. Hallelujah. Amen. So, he wasn't the image any longer as God became a part of him, but he became a son of God. So, once we accept the Lord Jesus as our Savior, he comes into us. And then, like the first Adam before the fall, we go from being spiritually dead as Adam lay down to being quickened and alive by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because we receive the heavenly. And what we receive from the heavenly quickens our spirits. Now, it doesn't end there. Man, you have to understand that man is made of three parts. The spirit, the soul, and the body. That's who we are. Just as God is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The likeness. Hallelujah. Now, it is our spirit that is recreated. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 5.17. I know we all know this one. 2 Corinthians 5.17. And he said that, I read from New King James Version. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, 
he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. What things is he talking about? It is his spirit. Hallelujah. That is what we call the new birth. The new birth. You are born again. Nicodemus didn't understand it. But Christ wasn't talking about your flesh. He's talking about your spirit. You are born again. You become new. You are attached to heaven. You are part of Christ. You are in Christ and Christ in you. Now, you are earthly and heavenly. Hallelujah. Because there's a heaven material deposition that comes into you by the Holy Spirit through Christ Jesus. Now, you are not far from the first Adam. Hallelujah. But then something else has to happen. Your flesh has to be dominated by your spirit. So your, your, your spirit is renewed, but the flesh is still the same. You still have the same wrinkles. Nothing else has changed. Hallelujah. But then, that is why the Bible says that we have to renew our minds. How do we do that? By taking more of Christ through his word, becoming more like Christ, consuming his word, communicating with him, fellowshipping with him. That is how we, are, we take over our body and also our mind, which is the soul. So your faculty, your mind, what you think, you, you know, when you sit down and you think that, hmm, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to, that is, that is what we call the soul. When you die, your spirit leaves. Your soul leaves. And the body is left. The earthly goes back to the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. How do we know that? The Lord Jesus talked about the parable of the rich man and Lazarus. And how the rich man would eat and he wore purple clothes and enjoy. And he stood there and the dogs would lick his wounds. Hallelujah. When they both died, the Bible says that the rich man recognized Lazarus in Abraham's bosom. Hallelujah. How did he recognize him? Because of the soul still goes with you. And that is why he said, I have brothers. Send someone to them. Amen. Amen. So that is what man is. So we have to do, you know, sometimes I think I'm like, man, Adam messed up, man. If it were me, if it were you, what would you have done? What are you doing now? <laughs> You think Adam had something that he messed up? How he fellowshiped with God? How he had all these things? He had a garden with four rivers that were running through it and feeding it. And, 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 and when you read, I said, my, my God, it must have been a beautiful garden. There was onyx at one end. There was gold at the other end. It was just more than plants. It was completely beautiful. Hallelujah. But now, just as we have we are part heavenly and part fleshly. Lord, the Lord Jesus said that, love your neighbor. Your neighbor does something, hmm, hmm, forget the Lord Jesus in this one. Then the earthly takes over. Then we go and fight. Forgiveness, we don't forgive. Hallelujah. 
It was the same thing that Adam did. I don't think you would have done anything different if you were there. Hopefully not. <laughs> I don't know about you. I don't know what I would have done. I don't know. But I thank God for Christ. Hallelujah. I thank God that I can partake of the new creation. I thank God that because of the second Adam, I can partake of the new creation. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 5. Sorry, I meant Romans 5, please. Romans 5. 12. Romans 5, 12. He said, Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men, because all sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. So what he's saying here is that it's not like after Moses, nobody died. Moses is dead, right? Because the law was given. So there was some form of communicating with God that happened after the law was given. That they could go and their sins would be forgiven, right? So sins are forgiven that is, that is what he's talking about. There was, the law was given after Moses, right? So he said, um, even over those who had not sinned, according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who was a type of him who was to come. But the free gift is not like the offense. For if by one man's offense many died, much more the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounded to many. Hallelujah. And the gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned. For the judgment which came from one offense resulted in condemnation, but the free gift which came from many offenses resulted in justification. So there was the first Adam had a race of people who were sinful. It led to a whole race of sinful. But then there came the last Adam, the Lord Jesus Christ. And through him, we have a race who are back in the heavenly. Hallelujah. A race that are, that, that are alive to God. Hallelujah. And he said, by grace are ye saved, but not of yourself. Hallelujah. And he said that, so he goes on to say that, for if by one man's offense, the 17, death reigned through the one, but much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That brings me to my last point. Salvation is not just the forgiveness of your sins. Hallelujah. There is more to salvation than just the forgiveness of your sin. Salvation is supposed to be like the first Adam. Not just your sins are forgiven, but you partner with God. So that God will come down to you and will discuss with you. Salvation is not just forgiveness of sin, but it is to be like Christ. Hallelujah. Salvation 
is not just forgiveness of sin, but is freedom from all oppression. Salvation is the restoration of dominion. Hallelujah. Just as Adam had dominion, when we receive Christ Jesus, the devil has no dominion over us anymore. You get it back. You are in control. Hallelujah. When you receive the Lord Jesus, Satan ain't got nothing on you. No more. No more. You are in control. Just like the first Adam. I just want you to think about that. That is why I made the point to show you what the first Adam was like. How he was with God. So that you can go to God anytime through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Salvation is not just the forgiveness of sin. But salvation is for us to grow and to be Christ-like. So that when someone is looking for Christ, they can look at Elder Sam and say, there he is. If someone is looking for Christ, they can look at Aunt Mary and say, there he is. Salvation is not... If, if it was just for the forgiveness of sins, then what is the point of it? But it is more than that. It is we partaking of the heavenly. We becoming like the first Adam. We being able to partner with God to do the things that he has asked us to do according to his word. But nothing more. Salvation through the son of God is to grow and be like Christ. I tell you, I'm sure when the devil met Jesus Christ in the wilderness, I'm sure he might have stood at a distance because he was full of the power of God. I'm sure he didn't stand next to him. Because if you look, when Christ would go to the, uh, to the synagogue and the demons saw him, ah, right there. Oh, you are the son. Like, what do you want to do with us? They move away so that we will be full of the power of God. And just as it is destructive to the enemy, it is creative for us. Through the heavenly, through Christ Jesus. That is what we are here for. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Look at your neighbor and tell them salvation is not just the forgiveness of sins. But salvation is to grow in the Lord. It is just the beginning of growth. That is what salvation is. My question to you this morning. Have you, it's December 2021. From January, how much more have you grown? How much fruit have you produced? We audit accounts, every business. At the end of the year, they do an audit, right? They look at how much came in, how much went out. What, is, what will your audit say this morning? How much fruit did you bear in 2021?
How much? 30, 60, how much? But we see the Son of God. He went on the cross. And because of that one sacrifice, look at how many people have come unto God. Millions. Hopefully billions. Hopefully. And no matter how many people are saved, I tell you, heaven is big for everyone. It, 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 there is more than enough space for everyone. More than enough. How much? As I said, when I said, I was thinking about the time between creation and fall in terms of Adam. I wondered, I wondered, I just wondered how, I'm sure Adam grew. The Adam that was created as he fellowshiped with the Lord more, as the Lord will come, Adam was growing. Hallelujah. I don't, I, I don't know how you would come up with names for other things when you are not on the same level with God. It is time to rise to the heavenly. The heavenly dominates the earthly. Hallelujah. It is time that the church of God will stand up and have dominion dominion it is one word we use for everything else but for ourselves dominion 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 hallelujah i just want you to think about the words that have come and i want you to basically think about yourself where you were and where you are now and if you are not saved this life-given Jesus is there to change you, to make you a new creature, to impact the heavenly into you so that you can connect with God, to be like the first Adam, to have dominion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shall we be on our feet? At the cross, at the cross, where